We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. The Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Podcast is presented to you by Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Make sure you check them out this upcoming Sunday. They've got their baller contest back, $10 entry, $350,000 prize pool, and a nice 10% to first place. Great payout structure. And as always, make sure you enter their Yahoo Cup, now available for both NFL and NBA. And in NFL, of course, you set the perfect lineup, you can win one million dollars only over on Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Welcome back to the absolutely epic early week podcast week five Dean here that's Dean 79 of four if you want to get all technical on me and I'm bringing along the same usual suspects batting first leading off it's one Travis Mangone. Mangone how's uh how are things in your world? Uh, life's treating me well. Can't complain. Uh, you know, sweating Steelers bangles on a Monday night. What could be better than that? I love when you say can't complain. You literally complained about 12 seconds before you went on air, but that's fair. You were telling us how terrible Andy Dalton is, but <laughs> this is your on-air personality, I suppose. Hey, listen, uh, you, can't, you can't, give, can't give all the details. Those are for the subs only. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the uh, – all right. Uh, Grant, what's going on, dude? How, how are things in your world? Of course, Grant, you know such things as a sharp side app. Man, going too. Both of you guys play with a, a sharp side app. Monkey Knife Fight, the, uh, you know, advocator of the Lawnmower 2.0. If you're in a pinch, he's a sneaky good babysitter. And, of course, he's the world's last snickerdoodle trucker. <laughs> Grant, how are, oh, how are things out there in Colorado? You'll see my chuckle. Well, my chuckle was for later. And Mangone muted himself because I'm sure he oh, was no. chuckling. 
Yeah, yeah, not the only snickerdoodle uh, truth around this podcast. Oh, no. Was there some foreshadowing there that I didn't realize I was doing? (laughs) So for the people out there that aren't aware, uh, we run a little contest. If it's the first time listening to our show, uh, you know, we we pick each one of us picks a guy whoever gets the worst guy of the week. The other two uh, come together and force the other person to send out a tweet. And uh, I, I really got bullied. I got cornered into picking what Adam Humphreys last week, which I did it just as a joke. <laughs> just screwing around. It was a terrible decisions. Listen, uh, I got I got bullied into the Chargers defense. I had to bully you back. <laughs> we 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 do not advocate bullying on this podcast. To be clear, um, when it's you two, it is. Yeah, it's, well, it's good bullying when it's yeah. you two. But uh, I'm going to pay the piper. I'm going to pay the price, and apparently, I'm going to be forced to write write a terrible tweet about. Uh, Snickerdoodle, which is awful. Seriously, ridiculous. Most deceiving name ever for a cookie. It sounds so much more exciting than it actually is. It's okay, but if you're going to have those carbs, have the good carbs, have the best stuff. Why have the nonsense? And you know, you lay out. There's no carbs in cinnamon. Well, uh, the actual cookie has carbs. Yeah. Not if you make it with coconut flour. Well, okay. In what hypothetical scenario are you making your cookies with coconut flour? If I'm on the paleo diet, bro. Sweetness (laughs) with stevia. Uh, we do want to give it a t-shirt. We're going to give it a t-shirt later on in the show as well. Well, actually, for our previous question last week, this is how it goes down. We'll, we'll, we'll give you guys the question at the end of the podcast if you stick around long enough. Uh, you, this is like the easiest way, honestly, the easiest way to get yourself a Rotor Gunners t-shirt. You answer our question that you'll be prompted to do so at the end of the pod. You throw your answer on the, you know, it's actually not in the Twitter uh, and anywhere there where it actually says Rotor Gunners on the Rotor Gunners page. You put it in the comments section. Last week, Grant, we asked, uh, we wanted to know the question we asked them. Oh, your, your, uh, your worst bad beat. And we have a winner, do we not? We do, in fact, have a winner. Do you want to read it or do I? You want to read it. And I will All comment. Right. All right. Back in 2015, swapped Ivory, Blunt, and Moncrief for Foster, Woodhead, Crowder about five minutes before lock. Then he made, made some pancakes with his daughter. What a, what a good dad. What a good yeah. dad. And throughout the day, turns out he was doing really well. Turns out the only entry he didn't swap it out of was the Millie Maker there. Ended up clearing 175K on the day, and, but would have won the Millie Maker by three points. And so essentially that mistake cost him $996,000. <laughs> and then my favorite part, he adds at the end, oh, and to add insult to injury, Arian Foster got hurt that day. He's my third cousin, so go figure. Which I like the add-on. Yeah, what are the odds? Um uh, yeah, Mangon, you were saying before, like, this is a, what, $995,000 mistake, I guess you can say, didn't fully export. We've all kind of had those. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, silver lining. I like he has, he has the positive attitude here. He, he's still 175K. And, you know, I'm sure his daughter had some delicious pancakes, too. You don't want to bury that. that waffles that's are better than pancakes. No question. But what is the old uh, Mitch Hedberg joke? Because, like, like, waffles are just like, you know, pancakes with traps. They're essentially the same thing, right? Well, no, there's, there's a different consistency. Waffles have not only different air density throughout, but they also have a crunchier shell. Uh, mango and waffles or pancakes? Yeah, I mean, why can't I like both? Like, remember when we used to have that debate, Jameis Winston or Marcus Mariota, right? Like, that was like a huge debate. What year like, was that debate? <laughs> that, that, that was when they got drafted, right? Like, everyone always talked about. Like, that, that debate happened Winston. the same year this, like, blunt, uh, Moncrief, Foster, <laughs> what headline to play screen. That definitely was when it happened, probably. But, no, my, my point is, like, like, listen, if you like Mariota and Winston, you can like both. If you hate them both, you can hate both. You don't have to pick a side on either. You can hate or love both. You know, you can go either way. So I mean, I'm going to like pancakes, I'm going to like waffles, other. and I'm going to like French toast too while I'm at it. 
Guys, crepes are the best, though, right? I was going to say, well, we not, are we just going to not acknowledge the existence of crepes? Or, like, what about the super secret answer? French toast. French toast? That's not super secret. It's just, I don't want to eat French toast, like, more than once a month. <laughs> well, you don't have to. I, yeah, I don't <laughs> have, have to options. do anything I don't want. That's what that's what being an adult, You're an adult is about. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you can, there is, there is an IHOP, like there's a house of pancakes that can sustain just on pancakes. There's no, there's no, IHOP. well, there is a waffle house, but it's my not, there's no house of uh, French toast or crepes as far as I know. Is that, can make confirm or deny? Yeah, but there, it's not like there's like a hundred different restaurants in every town, big city. That's just a crepe restaurant. All right. Well, I suppose. Does Cracker Barrel sell crepes? That, that'll decide it. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Crepes are just tougher to make. That's why. Waffles. And pancakes, any any idiot can make them. By, by the way, I've been, I've been told like my job is to keep this like podcast on track, and we, we have not talked <laughs> one set of football yet. Like, do you want to just go through all the nonsense now while we're here? Like, I mean, just, no, just no, we're, we're going to backload it because we, we have a good question later on. We'll do tweets at Crown Squads later on, but you did good, good job getting us back on the rails. And I'll tell you the reason why. I, this is my suspicion. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I feel like we don't want to talk about this slate. This slate is really bad. Uh, of course, we focus on the main slates uh, buys this week. No Detroit, no Miami, no Rams, no Seahawks. They're playing Thursday night. Uh, on Monday night is Cleveland and San Francisco. Throw those teams out as well. Uh, we have uh, also a Sunday night game you can play on Yahoo, and we were talking about that pre-show. It's like uh, as far as the team totals, we'll kind of dig into it. As far as totals for games, the highest total we have is 48 and a half, 48 as of right now. The games are not particularly appealing, but, of course, uh, you know, certain sites you can play. The, the Chiefs games on certain sites you can't. Yahoo, of course, you can play the Chiefs that are about 57 team total along with – that's not a team total. It's a total total with uh, the Colts on the other side. Is that – Grant, like my, my first look on this slate is, um, you know, it's kind of gross, right? I mean, it's kind of gross. Yes, that is correct. It's just kind of <laughs> gross. Um, there are yeah. a lot of different spikes. Like this is a tough week, which makes it incredible for GPPs, and I'm going to go ham on it. Oh, um, but, like, even cash, like, these are the slates where there's not easy things to do. So, cash lines, you have even more advantage. These are my favorite slates because it's just easier to win money because people make poor decisions and can't figure out the – they don't have free pieces. You know, Dean, my best way to describe this slate is kind of like what Grant said. Like, you know, people just won't take the free squares. Like, when we're doing our, uh, you know, our challenge last week or whatever you want to call it, like the tweets or consequences, like, you're out here getting cute and taking Adam Humphreys. Like, there are people that are going to do what you did last week. They're going to do not. that on this slate. <clears throat> I, for, I made it very clear that I did not want that pick. I wanted to change that pick. And for some reason, I was not allowed to change that pick. But I No, would. you said – it. Would, don't act like it was us forcing you. Yeah. You literally said – I don't like it, but I'm going to go with Anna Pumphreys. I'm going to beat you with your own guy, Grant. I'm doing this to you. Yeah, uh, you know, I got a little cocky is what happened, for being honest. And, you know, I I played it in a protest in my head, but if the things didn't work out, and I will pay the consequences soon enough. Um, But, yeah, if you were to pick a a breakfast food, Mango, to describe this, (laughs) to describe this slate, what would that be? What food are we talking about? Oh, a breakfast food for this slate? Uh, It's not pretty, man. It's probably like – I don't know. I'm not an oatmeal fan, so something like that, or uh, something with like grains and stuff, something gross. That I don't deviled want. eggs. Doesn't deviled eggs? Yes, deviled eggs is not not a good thing too. I'll deviled go with eggs that. Are gross. I, I'd say it's more it's like, like a side of fruit. You don't you don't really like a little cup of fruit as a side for your breakfast, but you know it's probably a little bit better for you. I like a side of fruit. Okay. No? Strawberries, bananas, pineapple. What's wrong with that? Grapes. I mean, it's not bacon. It's not, it's not bacon. This is it's true. not waffles. 
let's dive in and break it down position by position, of course, at the top. And again, as far as team totals or even totals in the game, the biggest totals we have is Atlanta and Houston. Oh, we should be clear. We're recording this on a Monday night. So, you know, this is not the last podcast you should listen to. It's the first podcast you should listen to. It's the first look podcast. As of right now, in the background, we're watching that Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game uh, going on. We kind of hinted at it. We were talking about it as an adult. And so, again, we're just looking at this essentially for the first time, at least for me, as of like four hours ago. Uh, Houston, Atlanta's got a 48-and-a-half total. Cincinnati has a, isn't involved in a team, a game with 48 somehow with that dreadful offense, but they are facing Arizona. That's an interesting push-pull. Green Bay versus Dallas is 47. Tampa versus New Orleans is 47. Then we start talking about 45s and lower, all the way down to Buffalo, Tennessee, which is 38-and-a-half, and Chicago, Oakland, which uh, has a total of 41. Of course, that game is taking place across the pond in London. Uh, some injuries are monitoring. Just kind of throw them out there. Uh, Jamal Williams, currently he's got a concussion. Head, neck, currently questionable. Marlon Mack. Uh, they said Mack, uh, he didn't really come back late in that game, but they were chasing. A coach did come out and say basically he wasn't officially ruled out for injury reasons. So maybe it was just because he can't catch footballs. Uh, Devontae Adams has that turf toe. Landry's got a concussion. Vance McDonald's got a shoulder. Oh, R.I.P. Grant. I'm sorry. My condolences. Uh, Josh Allen. Currently, uh, he's got a head. He's got a concussion. Uh, we're not ex- expecting him to play. Well, still play him. Still roster him. You're gonna. <laughs> I mean, that that is an ambitious GPP play. Everyone's sure. gonna be on Andy Dalton, and all you have to do is swap the guy at the same price that might get positive, or he they'll get zero points. Him. Yeah, yeah, Dalton can get zero <laughs> or not minus one. And then, of course, Trubisky is not gonna play with his. Well, he's doubtful as of, as of right now with his shoulder. Uh, nice matchup against Oakland, but you know it's now it's gonna be Chase Daniel. Uh, Mangone, anything interesting as far as these injuries? Your Packers are all beat up. Yeah, and my Packers are definitely beat up. There, there's a lot of body parts here, Dean. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, Packers are definitely beat up. I'm a little worried about Adams. I, apparently, he's day-to-day. I, I saw uh, LaFleur kind of talking about it, So, we don't know what's going to happen with that situation. Obviously, there could be some really good value, though, there with the Packers. Receiver. They said he's likely not going to play this weekend. Is that what the report was? Yeah, I, I, I didn't read the whole thing. Me. We'll when you hear the name of LaFleur, do you automatically think of dodgeball just like myself? Like, I can't help but do it. Is that yeah. just me? Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I mean, I, I, it doesn't doesn't happen right away for me, but you know, I'm not like team movie quotes. Like it takes me forever to get any quotes, and you know, I haven't seen any movies, Dean. But that's a whole nother. That's we we need to reserve a podcast for that one. You know, I, you know, I was thinking, man, going at the end. You know, we do our nonsense, and then the show like five, last five or ten minutes or so or something like that. I wanted to play a game like me and Grant tried. Like we'll throw out a person, and me and Grant we're trying to like guess word association. Like we throw out like Tom Hanks, and it's like well. We try to get into the mind of Mangone. Like, what is the first thing he thinks of when he thinks of Tom Hanks? And it's probably like something completely absurd, like not the chalk. I don't know. I'm still working on it. I'm workshopping it, but we're gonna we'll do this soon enough. Are you yeah. with me in this grant? Is, does this sound like a normal like an idea, or is it? It's kind of half baked. I'm with you. <laughs> no, I, I I I like this idea, but the problem is like it, that, that might take a while for me. I'll be like, well, Tom Hanks, he might be in this movie, but I don't know the name of it. Like, I'll forget stuff. So I'll like, ask you pre-show. I'll pre-screen you, and I'll, I won't look at the answers. Honestly. Yeah, I think I think that's what you have to do just to make sure because uh, you know I'm I'm a disaster when it comes to movies. But let's save that for next week. How's that sound? That's what we're gonna do. Also, uh, Jalen Ramsey's dealing with a back. Uh, you guys can't see us. I did air quotes when I did that. I don't know if he's gonna play or not. He had a lot of ailments, a lot of body parts last week, and he's rolodexing just on new injuries because. It doesn't appear like he's happy being a Jaguar. Uh, Bradley Chubb is out for the season with an ACL. And I think this one's kind of a sneaky, uh, you know, big one. We always think about, you know, the, the, the skill position players. Uh, Tyron Smith, O-lineman for Dallas, is going to be out. And that's that's a big deal. At least I think it's a big deal, Mangone. 
Oh yeah, it's definitely a big deal. Uh, you know, linemen are uh, linemen matter. Uh, definitely, people don't realize that in DFS. The one thing that actually matters. Yes, it matters a lot. One thing that was pretty big last week is uh, the Ravens. They were missing one of their like best defensive tackles, which like people are wondering, well, why did the Ravens play bad? It's like, well, listen, that definitely factored into some of it. Like people are wondering what the reasons were. Uh, you know, there's no Jimmy Smith as well. So yeah, like uh, these things matter. These injuries add up. So uh, we'll have to monitor that news because that's gonna be very important. Blindside left tackle there, and Zeke's already been kind of you know he hasn't been exactly what you wanted necessarily for this season. Uh, all right, let, let's dive in. Let, let's talk about some quarterbacks, Grant. Uh, you lead us off because you know again, different depending on the slate and where you're shopping. Of course, you can get yourself some homes on Yahoo. We generally focus on the uh, the DK main slate. L. Jacks the most expensive guy on the board at seven point one k. Then Watts, and then Brady, then Murray. Uh, it falls off really quickly again. It just looks it doesn't look like look like a twelve game slate, but this this is where we're at. Uh, quarterbacks, where are you at? Yeah, I mean, L. Jax is fine. Watson are fine. They're both in decently high totals. L. Jax has the rushing upside. Brady's fine in a high total game. Wentz is fine in a high total game. But I don't think those are the guys that I'm probably going to end up going with here. <laughs> um, the guys I'm looking at are a bit cheaper. So Kyler Murray is the most expensive of them. Uh, going up against Cincinnati, Cincinnati does not have a great defense. Mason Rudolph just had a great game versus him, which should tell you all you really need to tell you. Uh, need to know, like they're not they're running based. wildcat though. I don't like seeing. I want. I don't. Want, I don't want my quarterback losing like touchdown equity with wildcat out there. I don't care. That doesn't bother you. No. Okay. <laughs> like he wasn't on the field from the two yard line. Yeah, that's fine. That might not happen again. Coaches, may or may not. Good, good offensive coaches don't run the same things week in and week out. The fact that like they haven't seen as much may change things. But in any case. It's also against a whole different team that's much worse on the defense bend. And so, yeah, Kyler Murray in play. I really, really like Phillip Rivers, especially if Mike Williams plays here. Going up against Denver, 5,800. Gordon's coming back. They may think that, like, they might run them all more. But Phillip Rivers is perpetually under-owned. He gets his running backs involved in the receiving game. He can put up big yards at any given time. And going up against a Denver defense that really hasn't sacked too many guys so far this season, uh, he, I think, is going to go drastically under-owned. He's only $100 more than Dalton, who I'm still expecting Dalton to draw a decent amount of ownership because he's going up against Arizona. He has a 26.5 implied team total. Ross is injured, so who knows if that'll happen or if he'll be back next week. But in any case, I don't think that matters too much here. AJ Green, is he going to be back next week? I don't think so. I also don't know, like, after this game that Andy Dalton is playing, like, I don't think any – I mean, you know, recency bias is a thing. I don't think anyone is touching Andy Dalton. I get it's the Cardinals, but uh, – Oh, people are going to play him. Yeah. Do you know no, how bad wait, the slate you, is? Yeah, but what you, so what's your guess on his ownership then? Like, because the well, slate I is – I don't know. I'm just guessing. He's still a quarterback. He's going to be 14%. I would take the under on 14% on Andy Dalton. Well, we'll see. Um, but in any case, Andy Dalton's still in play, but – Probably not going with him. Daniel Jones is in a tough spot. Probably not going with him. Sam – or not Sam Darnold. Uh, Falk for the Jets. Is Falk or is it is – what's the name? Code well, name? so supposedly he was going to be back as of like a week ago, and then I saw some quote him talking about like his spleen. And he's, he basically – he didn't sound very optimistic, Darnold, that is. Basically suggesting that he's at the mercy of the doctors. And, again, this is what, what a quote that I heard from either Sunday or Monday, when, one day when he was talking, and he didn't sound terribly optimistic that he's going to be back this week. Just throwing it out there. I don't know. All right, we don't know. Then. It's Monday. Yeah, then everything's trash, but uh, Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> 5,200 going up against Tampa Bay. Oh, Tampa Bay stops the run. They obviously just gave up a ridiculous amount of yards to Jared Goff. Um, Teddy Bridgewater isn't great, but he's 5,200. And then 
Kyle Allen going up against Jacksonville. It's not an easy matchup, but he's probably going to draw low ownership. But Rivers is my guy this week. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go way too heavy on him. And it's just because, like, especially if Mike Williams back, that's a really good offense. So, yeah. I, I like the wheels, though, man. I like quarterback with we, quarterbacks with wheels. I think Rivers is fine, but I, I like the outs that, that a guy like Watson or Rivers or, or Jackson or, or your boy Allen, of course, we're not expecting to play. Uh, Murray as well against Cincy. And, man, going, I mean, I don't think it's – I understand. It's DFS. So we don't care about yesterday. We don't care about tomorrow. We care about this actual slate. And this actual slate, like, Dalton, to me, looks playable. Ugh, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do it. Uh, I'm, I'm not that interested right now. Maybe as the week goes on, I'll get excited. Yeah. But uh, like, listen, uh, you know, our our uh, our podcast feed sponsor, Yahoo, man, like Kyler Murray over there, he he's really cheap. We can get him at like twenty seven dollars. I think the price is like yeah, a crazy price. So like, yeah, like go shopping for Kyler Murray. Like DraftKings sixty three hundred is a little tougher, but. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be too difficult. Like, for instance, I was messing around with lineups on FanDuel, and, like, you don't have to go Andy Dalton over there. Like, you can go plenty of other guys. Like, all the guys in this game are way too low-owned. Or not low, way too low way too cheap in this uh, Arizona-Cincinnati game. Like, I'm expecting it's got, like, a 48.5 total. 48 is where it's hovering around. And I'm expecting these guys to have a lot of ownership. Like, I, I don't think you're going to have to play Andy Dalton. But I get it. Uh, he's fine. He makes some sense. I'd rather look to maybe spend up on some of these other guys. Uh, it's interesting that, that Atlanta-Houston game is a 49 total and if I told you uh, Atlanta and Houston was going I don't think you would project the number at 49 but um, that's a game where yeah I could see a lot of points obviously being scored uh, going to be in a dome so that's good uh, don't hate obviously going Lamar Jackson at the top like I said I just think this could be a week where maybe we do have the money to uh, spend on a quarterback more yeah well the thing is you have the money but outside of Yahoo where you can play Mahomes it's like what quarterbacks you really want to spend up on they're all just sort of whatever they're, they're, no. they're fine yeah, no, it, it, it's totally fair. Um, I mean, Dak Prescott's someone to obviously consider against the Packers. Uh, you know, that game could obviously have some scoring potential. Aaron Rodgers, another one. Uh, I would obviously want Devontae Adams in there instead. But, again, another game that has a high total that you can consider. So, um, yeah, it's not the prettiest week, though, man. Like, this is just so ugly. If you if you go down further, like, a lot of the cheap options just, like, are not good plays. Like, hey, how, about, how about Chase Daniel on DK? He's, like, 4'7". Yeah, against Oakland, you have to consider it. Um, it's certainly in play. Uh, but, man, it's it's rough out here. Guys, right? What about Joe Flacco? Oh, no. He's an elite <laughs> quarterback. And you're talking about Chase Daniels. Who's better, Joe Flacco or Chase Daniel? Uh, I'll, I'll take Chase Daniels. I think today. I'll take Chase Daniel against Oakland. <laughs> I mean. The matchup matters. Like, we are factoring that in, correct? The matchup matters, but Chargers, like, if Hayward's out again, this Chargers team has not been great they, on defense. They lost a linebacker, too. I can't remember the guy's name. They lost, they lost a couple pieces. But yeah, yeah, they're perpetually injured because they're cursed. I don't know why. Um, but in any case, they're, they're not that great on defense right now. They're not sacking a lot of guys. I don't think last week they had five sacks. But before that, they, were only getting, they only had four for the season. And the five sacks was against the great Josh Rosen. Um, <laughs> yeah, like Flacco – you're talking about a game stack. Why not this game? What a question, by the way. Dan- Chase Daniel versus Joe Flacco. Uh, it's not nuts, actually. You know, now, now I think about it, you'll kind of lay it out that way. And he's got he's got some serviceable receivers, you know, in Sutton and Sanders. Um, yeah, like, and I'm not enthused. Joe Flacco almost won me a GPP this weekend. <laughs> wow, really? You played Joe Flacco? I did. I paired him up with Cortland Sutton and Emmanuel Sanders. Flacco had 26 points. Sutton had 24 points. Sanders had 18 points. Second, Dean. 
Did you also play Muhammad Sanu in that lineup? Um, not in that lineup, but also suck it, Dean. Muhammad Sanu, the target leader for the Falcons this weekend, and the point leader. <laughs> I don't know if you were watching Mango, but he was telling us he was touting Muhammad Sanu on Sunday morning. Actually, I was watching. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who sent you the Skype message, and I derailed the show to start yes. off the uh, day. It was amazing. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm very easily derailed. Uh, I don't know what, what's left to say here as far as quarterback. I mean, I'll just say this, like, like, listen, like, if you don't, like, if you don't want to play Andy Dalton, you can go to Matt Ryan at 5,900. Like, I don't think it's that hard to get off of Dalton if you want to, but he's in a great spot. I get it. Arizona, uh, anyone against Arizona, you plug him in and uh, you kind of call it a day. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like the cheap quarterbacks are really ugly. I think I'd rather be in the mid tier. I'd rather be paying up the quarterback this week. Yeah. And I know you guys mentioned Dak and like, I don't want to overreact to like losing the, the, the left tackle, but that guy is legit. And I think there's actually like splits that show like how much like the, it's hurt their offense when he's not in there. So again, I, Prescott's still playable, but with Smith being out, that, that does hurt their offense on the overall. Uh, let's jump to running backs and CMC dude plays every single snap. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, not necessarily the most appealing matchup here against Jacksonville, most expensive guy, um, you know, K- uh, Kamara against Tampa. You'd assume he, he's, Tampa's been like what a pass funnel that's what they've shown so far through the first so many games I thought Dalvin Cook would be a little bit cheaper he's the third most expensive guy on DK Grant but he's actually the most expensive on Yahoo which uh Yahoo does seem to adjust as far as opponents and I didn't like seeing that I'm like oh I'm gonna roster Cook instead I'm like oh well I'm not gonna save money there he's 40 bucks uh running backs open it up Grant um so yeah we obviously got CMC up top Dalvin Cook against Giants is very very interesting I don't think yeah. the Giants have that bad numbers on the season versus the running back, but they've also faced the likes of Tampa Bay and Washington, which, you know, exactly how good their running backs are. Not great. Um, so up there at the top, like Zeke's obviously play. Pretty much all the top price guys are in play. My favorite guy is very clearly David Johnson. Um, got a price uptick. Don't think people are going to still not going to want to play him as much as they should. 11 targets last week, 28 on the season, even though he missed half of a game. Like, he's had some tougher matchups, and now he gets Cincinnati, who is just awful. Awful versus the run there. Like, they are only have a 22-employed total here. They're underdogs in this game, which, against Cincinnati, that should tell you something. Like, David Johnson at 7-5 is one of my favorite plays on the entire board, and honestly, I'm not going to be surprised if he outscores CMC by a decent amount here. You're getting a $1,200 savings with him. He has the potential for a 100-yard game, apparently, in the receiving game and the rushing game. Going to play a lot of plays. Love David Johnson. Fournette, Carolina's not an easy matchup, but he is getting a ton of equity. He is only 6,400 for a guy that just had 200-plus yards. Freeman's not a bad play. Thompson uh, going up against New England. They're going to be from behind. Uh, Can we safely say that they're going to be behind? I mean, the presumption is, yeah. Yeah, so that means Chris Thompson's going to be in the game a heck of a lot more than AP. Really like him. And then one of my favorite guys on the board is Philip Lindsay. Again, this week. Didn't do too much last week, but he's a guy that's been involved in the receiving game. Like, just the fact they had a rough matchup versus the Jags doesn't really mean too much to me. Um, like, it can happen at any given time to any player. And he's still a bell cow in that offense. Yes, Freeman is getting a decent amount of work in that offense. Like, I think he actually had close to the same amount of carries as Lindsey last week. I think he it was more involved in the receiving game. But this game is probably going to be moderately close. Currently, they're six-and-a-half-point dogs. I don't think that's – I think that's actually a little bit high, surprisingly enough, even though Denver's terrible. Um, 
But, yeah, 4,900 for a guy that could potentially get you 25 points on a slate that is just absolute and complete and total trash. You like it more than James White? Uh, I think I do. Like, yeah. is White going to be White. that involved when they're up by 20 points? Well, I don't know, but like White could score two touchdowns, you know, receiving also. So like, how do they get above twenty points? I suppose. Yeah, Lindsey can score two touchdowns receiving. Yeah, uh, of course. Um, They've got uh, they're within two targets of each other so far this year. Fun fact for you. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if it's fun, but I guess it's a fact. I'm not going to fact check you or anything, but I suppose that's correct. Uh, By the way, speaking of you know, prisoner of the moment, you're just kind of like using like the the confirmation bias, whatever you want to talk about as far as. Uh, quarterbacks against, I'm sorry, it's running backs against Cincinnati. This game we're watching right now, last couple minutes are winding down. We see the combination of uh, Samuels and uh, Connor have 16 total receptions. Just throwing that out there. Uh, you talk about David Johnson. That, that could be pretty interesting, I suppose. And he's a guy who can absolutely catch 10 passes and absolutely crush PPRs. Dean, uh, Dean they're, not, they're not like really receptions. It's like Samuel is just doing that like dump off thing. I think to- one was Samuels to Connor. Yeah, they're not they're not like really receptive. Well, because they're running the Wildcats to some degree. But the, yeah, they, but they're not real yeah. receptions. I just want to make sure that's clear. Like uh it's not ten like you're gonna ten of them are real. <laughs> I don't know what the fair enough. That's a you don't know, but I'm just saying, like uh, you know, you listen, you're not the you're, you don't watch all the island games like I've I had the know? I don't I had the game on in the background. I, I do see the box score, the games are on the background. I had I had the TV on mute. Uh not because I hate Booger. Everybody hates Booger, by the way. I don't know. I don't really listen to the games. I was listening to a podcast, so uh, and I looked up every occasionally I'd see a lot of dump offs, but I probably missed a couple of goofy wildcat receptions. So that's fair to point out. Uh, Mangone, right, to start from the top as far as your favorite running backs. Yeah, so uh, Dalvin Cook obviously is a phenomenal option. Uh, you know, any anyone against the Giants will crush them. So uh, unless you're unless you're the Washington Redskins, apparently. So um, yeah, Dalvin Cook is someone I would definitely be looking at here in this spot. I don't know what I'm doing with McCaffrey. I mean, he is just such a high usage guy. I mean, usage and volume is just so important. And I think Leonard Fournette has shown that. So yeah, I think uh, McCaffrey certainly in play, but Dalvin Cook is one guy that I really like at the top. I love what Grant said about David Johnson, but like the, the key with David Johnson is like, uh, you know, just go play over on Fandle where he's still 6,800 against this Bengals team. Like uh, the price tag is just absolutely stupid on David Johnson over there. So uh, yeah, I'll be keying in on him a lot. I think he's an amazing option. I don't know what to do with the whole Melvin Gordon Eckler situation. Uh, this is, not a decision for our podcast to make. I think this is, is he still four or five on Fanduel or no? No, they raised him up. Uh, <laughs> okay. They they raised him up, but hey, they they put Golden Tate at four or five. So uh, Fanduel still found a way to be incompetent. So there you go. Um, <laughs> good thing they're not our sponsor. But um, anyways, uh, I want to mention some cheap guys that I think are pretty interesting. Joe Mixon, he has an interesting price on Yahoo. I think it was eighteen dollars. So that price isn't bad. Uh, also, not a bad price at six point one k, but not my favorite. He's getting the Arizona, uh, you know, price bump over there. But there are some cheap guys to look at here, like Josh Jacobs. Uh, in his first three games, he only had a total of it was either two or three receptions. And then in the last game, a game that they were leading for most of the game, he got two receptions. And John Gruden talked about last week how they wanted to get him. The, the more uh, get him the ball more in space and get him more uh, pass catching opportunities and he got two last week in a game that they were leading so I think uh, Josh Jacobs is someone that you can consider at a 4.5k price tag it's just the defensive matchup right the, the Bears that's a really really tough spot but again like the, the Raiders don't have many options to go to so they are going to try and feature him technically it doesn't matter every game they are going to try and give him a, a huge workload another guy on the opposite side who I like probably even more is David Montgomery I think he can get a ton of workload here against the Raiders where I expect to you know have a positive game script so he's definitely an interesting option. And another guy in that same price range is Devontae Freeman. You have him against the Houston Texans in a very high total game. And Freeman is a guy that, you know, he, we've expected more from him and he's been, you know, been more efficient uh, as the season has gone on. And uh, 
you know, the, the Falcons just haven't been leading that much. And if they are leading against the Texans, I do expect him to get more of a workload. And I expect he could have a game where he pops off at this price tag. So uh, those are some guys that are in the cheaper range and more of the mid range. And I think at the top, like it's a week where you can jam in a lot of these guys. You're mainly doing it for uh, the value, right? Like the, just the opportunity that they get guys like cook McCaffrey, Kamara, who sees a huge target share, uh, even Zeke. I know he hasn't been seeing it, but this could be the game where he gets it. And I think the Tyron Smith thing is a very valuable thing to watch. Uh, a couple of questions here. What about your team? Uh, the Packers situation, if Williams isn't back, how do we feel about Jones? Yeah. Um, I mean, Jones is obviously a play that you can consider. I'm, I'm assuming Jamal Williams doesn't play because of the injury he had. I know he said that he said he's a lot better, but um, I had a neck injury, right? Like there's no way. Concussion. Uh, yeah. There's no way he's going to be in there. Uh, I think Jones is fine, but I don't know. It's not, not a guy I'm like going crazy about, but I probably should reevaluate that a little more. Cause again, it's like in a high total game. Jones has been really, really good. And that price tag is nice at 5.9. Oh, I thought it was going to be a different price when you say, when you described it like that. Um, no, 5.9 is still good. I mean, with no Jamal Williams, if he's getting the full workload, that's still a pretty nice price tag. He should probably have like a 6.5 K price. No, you used a nice adjective, but never, we'll move on. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> it threw me off. I, I apologize. Um, Mango, uh, Cook is more expensive, the most expensive running back on Yahoo. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, that's fine if you want to pay the price tag for it. Like, it's the Giants, right? I'm not like, paying uh, 40 for that. I mean, if you have the money, it just depends if you have the money to make it work. Uh, I, I typically don't spend up that much on running backs uh, over there, and I typically just take advantage of, like, the cheaper guys. Like, I don't know, like, it, call me crazy, but Joe Mixon at $18 is pretty enticing. Uh, it's starting to get cheap. and Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's sometimes I normally have one spend up option. If you force me to pick, like, I don't know, like even David Johnson at $30 might feel like a little bit of a value. It is a price hike from what it's been, but I don't know. Dalvin Cook, it just depends on how my construction fits, right? Like I'm fine. If I can get Dalvin Cook, McCaffrey, Elliot, Kamara, or David Johnson, I'm really happy, but I'm not going to like go out of my way to pick one or, or over the other. Uh, Grant Gallman, uh, 5.4 K on DK, 13 bucks on Yahoo against Minnesota. Yeah, play him on Yahoo. I don't think you need to go with him on DK. Play Philip Lindsay instead. That's kind of my initial assessment as well, too. And he didn't have nearly as many snaps as you might think, like based upon the box score. Uh, I was I was looking at it earlier. Jeez, I, I wrote it down someplace. Well, they got to save story. their bell cow, right? <laughs> he was on the field for 48 of 77 snaps, which is, like, not terrible if that's not – Van Gogh, that's not – I mean, it's not CMC, but who's CMC? What's your take here as far as Gallman? Yeah, I don't know. The don't love the matchup completely. Gallman's fine. Um, I don't know. I I'm not too high on him right now, but I could see over throughout the week. Like maybe I get more excited about like the targets is really nice at seven targets. And uh, I saw Shermer was kind of talking up last week how he was going to be way more involved in the passing game than people thought. So uh, that's why I was definitely on Gallman pretty heavy. Uh, not the only reason, obviously, the opportunity in the matchup. No, look at Mango taking the victory lap. No, oh, it, no, it's Jesus. just like it's. I'm not taking a victory. I'm just saying like it helped me like you know get reassurance about the situation more. Uh, and just you know, he thinks he called Mohammed Sanu or something over there. No, um, no, I'm not. I'm not claiming that. Listen, uh, maybe <laughs> I, at least I didn't plant my flag on Adam Humphreys last week. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so Mangon, uh, this guy or that guy, basically the same price on DK. Gallman's five four. Freeman's five three. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna leave with Freeman. I think it's tough though. Uh, but I, I just like Freeman's opportunity. Like, I'm pretty bullish on him, and I think he's gonna, you know, pop here at some point soon. Uh, I think that he's kind of got more of the short end of the stick with some bad game scripts and just things haven't gone his way as much. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm higher on Freeman than most. You got anything else to say as far as running backs, man, going? 
Nope, I'm down to move on to receiver. Grant, open it up. All right, up top we got Hopkins and Julio. Hopkins had a tough stretch of things, and now he goes against Atlanta, who did not do too great versus the Titans last week, was it? Yeah, it was Atlanta Titans. Yeah, and obviously Davis and everyone else went crazy. Hopkins is still quite possibly the best wide receiver in the league. We got both uh, Hopkins and Julio in that game. Both great options if you want to pay up. Keenan Allen, we, like, don't buy into too much of his target share last weekend. It's it's not going to continue. You can go with the Tampa Bay guys. I'm probably avoiding that. Actually, I'm for sure avoiding that. Then I have to go a ways before I actually like anyone else. I mean, Josh Gordon versus Washington is fine, but the game script worries me a little bit. Um, Valdez, Scantling, if Adams is out, is a decent play. But, like, I'm all the way down with, like, John Brown, 11 targets last week, even without Josh Allen in there. I think John Brown could still do some stuff. Sanders, if Hayward is out, is a fantastic play. If not, Sutton's a fantastic play. If Kirk plays uh, for Arizona, Cincinnati's bad pretty much everywhere. So Kirk is very much in play. Um, then you've got guys like Dorsett, which you have to worry about game script. And then you got guys like Beasley, who right along with John Brown, he's still got 13% or targets last week. Guy I'm really looking at is Will Fuller going up against Atlanta. Um, the guy is still very talented. He's 4,500. He's getting targets. He had six last week. He's got 23 on the season. We know that he has big playability. We know that he can go off for a massive touchdown at any given time. And then uh, Dean's favorite player, Mohamed Sanu, 12 <laughs> targets last week, 31 on the season, Dean. Uh, just, just in case you were unaware, if you want a reference to how much that actually is, um, it's more than Josh Gordon has. It's two away from what Chris Godwin has on the season. It's more than Amari Cooper. Well, um, not all targets are created equal. Yeah. Yeah. How are yeah, so news well, targets are created poorly? Well, you're created poorly. <laughs> well, Ooh. that's I'm not available on the slate. <laughs> if I was, that would be minimum salary. <laughs> I think it would be Yahoo pricing where they price Miami's defense down to five dollars <laughs> minimum ten. I'm like three bucks at tight end. No, I, I, want, I want I want I want Kiki Hernandez pricing on Dean uh, if I'm if I'm playing him. That's an old school reference. I wonder if the yeah. people in the chat get that one, but the in chat. Well, there's no chat. Is there a chat that I'm not aware of? I'm talking about the comment section, of course. I am, I'm I'm live streaming this on Periscope. <laughs> I wasn't aware. Hello, Periscope, and our four viewers. Listen, listen, listen. If, if if you got the reference and you're still listening, just put a seven in the comment section for us. You know. Oh there boy, you there you go. <laughs> They don't probably know that reference either. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, so did you besmirch, Grant, just to go back for it, did you besmirch Keenan Allen? I couldn't tell if you're uh, saying yes or no on Keenan Allen. I mean, I wasn't saying yes. I wasn't saying no. I prefer Hopkins and Julio. Um, I definitely prefer Allen to either Evans or Godwin or Cooper. Pretty much everyone um, within – a thousand of him that aren't named Julio or Hopkins. It's just, I think that like Hopkins target share could be huge in this matchup against Atlanta and Julio is still Julio. Like I might prefer Keenan to Julio. Um, and I might buy low on him after his last week outing. People might be a little bit worried considering he still is the target leader. You know, who's second in, in targets so far this season. We need total targets. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas. Cooper Cup. Thomas is third, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, just thought I'd say that. Not on the slate, but on <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think Robert Woods is actually third. 
So the, he's the, also not on the slate. The reason why Cooper Cup is so high in targets is I, I found a quote. Uh, Jared Goff says they have a telepathic connection. So that's the narrative, man. The telepathic connection <laughs> narrative between the two. They used to. I, I, I did so much research on this. They used to be. Uh, they used to be roommates uh, when when they first came on the team. And then I found a video of them doing the best friends challenge, and they're both doing a fist bump. So you can confirm, right? Like they're, they're best friends, man. So best friend narrative, telepathic connection narrative. It's all there. That was a little foreshadowing, by the way, for our question later. You mentioned roommates, correct? It's very true. Well played. Uh, by the way, as far as target shares, Keenan Allen's still a top guy in, in the league, 33%. Uh, Edmund got dinged last game. Not sure if he's going to play Williams. You know, questionable. Who knows what's going down there. But uh, I, I wouldn't have any recency bias against Allen. I think he's still awesome. Uh, still a great play. But he should be up there along with uh, the big boys. He's a little bit too cheap as far as I can tell. Uh, fun, fun game stack, though, Grant, right? Like just running those two top dog receivers at each other. Jones and Hopkins, I'm for sure in on that. Uh, and I think I'm not the first guy to think – if I'm if I'm thinking of that, it's like everybody realizes that, yeah, that could be fun in the Dome. The highest total with the two best receivers in the league, debatably, yeah, let's make both those guys. Let's make that work for sure. Uh, is there anybody in the mid-tier that's jumping out for you, Mangone? Yeah, um, sorry, I just got distracted. Booger McFarlane's on my screen, and I was, like, so lost. I was like, wait, for a second, like, Scott Van Pelt is a smart dude, and he has to do an interview with Booger McFarlane every week. I just feel really bad. Why does everybody trash this guy? I never, I don't know anything about him. He's terrible, dude. He's he's playing for the Colts or something, I think. uh, Bucks and Colts, but yeah, sorry, sorry, man. This is the first time Booger McFarlane. Dean, you know more about sideline reporting than him. Well, I've never done it before. I know about as much as that one guy who, like, remember, he was, like, on Monday Night Football, and he it was bad. Uh, I, Are you talking was, about Booker McFarlane? No, no. There was this other guy. It was like the it was like you know, like the two Sunday night footballs or two Monday night footballs open the week. Um, it's a clip. I'm sure that people know what I'm talking about. But yeah, he just kind of got lost in his thoughts and started talking about coaching. Maybe my time or something. Time like of their lives. Yeah, that, I think that's what it is actually. And it's, <laughs> I think yeah. Well, go ahead. Anyways, let me let me go back to the top because I think the top is really juicy this week. There's a lot to like. Uh, you know, Hopkins uh, is obviously a phenomenal option here. Julio Jones, I think, might be the best option. It's it's between him and Keenan Allen. The one thing I'll say is, listen, the whole narrative on Keenan Allen is totally different if that 70 yard touchdown doesn't get called back sure. on him. So like, uh, you know, that that totally changes things. One thing I want to mention, uh, yeah, sure, Chris Godwin, I love him. I'm a huge fan of him. But Mike Evans is a really interesting play. If you look, he's like one of those candidates for like you know the air yards has a ton of air yards and not a lot of receiving yards. Uh, compared to, you know, what his air yards is and receiving yards. So I'm sure he's one of those guys that's in that buy low air yards model that you see floating around on Twitter that people talk 581, about. 581, Mingo, not to cut you off, but I actually pulled it up in front of me. He's got the most as of right now. I believe this is up through four weeks. Second, Keenan Allen. Grant, who's third? For what? Air yards, try and keep up. Uh, Will Fuller. No, he's uh, like ninth or so. Uh, Hollywood Brown is third. There you go. All the guys that let everybody down, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty week. much. I've but, heard this as well for a week, like four different times, but I get, this is really the week, right, Mangone? Yeah, it's uh, listen. I'm I'm still I'm still investing in him, so we'll see how it goes this week for me. But uh, yeah, it has been a little bit frustrating with Will Fuller uh, for my tournament teams uh, and my best ball shares. There you go. I haven't done that oh, one in a while, geez. but I have a lot of him. Um, so, anyways, yeah, let's go back to the you know the the top end receivers and like. If you, if you think, like, the run game could struggle with Dallas, like, Amari Cooper could be intriguing that you can look at, but not one of my favorites. I'd rather Michael Thomas at 6.6K price tag. I think that's a, a really nice price on him. And, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, sure, he's not a guy that uh, airs it out a ton, but he's definitely been leaning on Michael Thomas, right, and leaning on him on those short routes. And you could see him just eat in a PPR format, format at 6.6K. That's definitely a really, really nice tr- price tag, so you have to consider him. 
Um, you know, with, with Christian Kirk a little banged up, you know, Larry Fitzgerald at 6K is definitely an enticing guy here. If you call that the mid-range, uh, you can call that a, a really good option. But th- those Packers receivers, right, you got Scantling at 5.6K. Obviously, you have to see what's going to happen with, uh, you know, Devontae Adams. I have a reliable source here, Grant, though, that says that Adams is already out. So there you go. Um, Who's your but, source? You have, you have, how many witnesses do you have for your source? Uh, it's Grant Niefer. That's my source. Oh. So I don't know. <laughs> I said okay. Grant, Grant's my reliable source. So I don't know what his uh, – I don't know who he's got or the you know guy, guy he knows, but – Okay. Oh, okay. So there you go. But like at's in play, um, you know, Calvin Ridley, he's definitely an option there in that Houston game at 4.9 K. Uh, you know, a little bit of squeaky wheel narrative with him. Uh, they were talking about how they want to get him more involved in the offense after the indie week. And then he, you know, was back up to six targets. So, uh, you know, I could obviously see them, you know, making sure he's involved in the offense. Uh, but there is that guy, Muhammad Sanu, who's an absolute beast, right? Dean, how could you ignore him in this game? Uh, Wow. I, I mean, <laughs> seriously, he has not been fantasy relevant since Crane won him with the millionaire, Million Maker, despite the fact he had Mohamed Sanu. But, uh, you know, good, like no ceiling. What was the last ceiling game for Mohamed Sanu? I, I um, week six of last year, 25 points. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you made that up. Yeah, yeah probably sure. did. This is the same source that confirms that uh, Cobb is out. <laughs> not, not Cobb Adams. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I, I might have dreamt it. Yeah. Uh, what, what one more guy I want to mention here is uh, John Ross, right? Uh, basically, anyone that's since here is might not play. What, why won't John Ross play? He got injured. Did he really? When when did he get injured? I saw oh, like Boyd got hurt a little bit. When did John Ross get injured? Uh, at the end of the game, I think. Right, well, I, I might too- also be making things up. Also, Dean, last two weeks of last season, twenty <laughs> and twenty-two points for Sanu. <laughs> so suck it. Dean. Did he have like a passing touchdown or something? How did that happen? No, one of which he didn't even have a touchdown. <laughs> okay good good for him. uh so yeah uh what we talked about will fuller 4.5k is interesting but uh another guy in that range is golden tate four or six is not bad oh, but like four four or five is the is the one you want to see on FanDuel. like uh it's just like a free square uh it's not kiki hernandez it's not dean shabelson but uh 4.5k for golden tate is pretty good but fuller is 14 bucks on yahoo Yep, it's it's a nice price tag there, and you you can't complain for him there uh, in that matchup, right? Uh, in that dome, uh, lot, lots of lots of receptions, opportunity. You know, he, you want him in a fast track. Like it's things are lining up for the Will Fuller week, but it's been uh, lining up every single week, and it keeps disappointing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nice, by the way, you rounded up. That was a Keenan Allen sixty-nine yard touchdown that was taken back. You said seventy, but close enough. Basically, a same nice. principle. Um, <laughs> which, which, yeah. just, which just, which just—I didn't know if this podcast was R-rated or not, so I just wanted to. Right, no it's just no, numbers. I was just, I was just speaking facts. I don't know. There's no rating in that. Yeah. No, did you know that Alvin Kamara has 69 ru- yards rushing each of the last two weeks? <laughs> did not know that. No, that, 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 those are the facts. Those are the facts we've been looking for here on the uh, Absolutely Epic Early Podcast. Grant, you got anything else as far as receivers? You want to jump to some tight ends? And uh, again, tight end pool is gross. If you're playing on Yahoo, of course, you can play Kelsey. Uh, still waiting for like a really monster game out of him. He's 32 bucks, pretty pricey. But otherwise, the tight ends this week are just sort of, I don't know, they're there. I, we, we, need some, we need some touchdown equity in the favor uh, of Ertz. Uh, you know, he's, he's yet to get in the box. Uh, you know, uh, variance is what I was looking for, not equity necessarily uh, against the Jets. Um, Anger with the top. Waller's been great, obviously. Uh, Andrews, I just hate that split. You know, him and – what Hunter Hurst, Helmsley, and like another dude that three three different tight ends there for Baltimore. It's too many guys for me. Dean, how much how much would you pay for all three guys in one? What would the price tag be? <laughs> yeah, why can't I just get Baltimore tight end? I would love that. That's a great idea. Yeah, how how much would they cost? Would they would they be more expensive than Travis Kelsey right yeah, now? Yeah, of course. Yes. 
Just, just ask it. Just curious. I thought it was a fun idea. Give me a mole. I'll stack them with uh, L. Jackson when win, win every single tournament. Uh, what do you have, Ray Grant, as far as tight ends? I mean, there's a top, really, six guys. Ertz, Ingram, Waller, Andrews, Hooper, Graham. Um, and Graham might actually be my favorite of all of them, especially if Adams does end up missing here. Uh, he could get a potential boost. He didn't do too well in the first few weeks, but had a bit of a breakout game this last week, and although it was – not on the main slate, so no, people probably don't realize it, but um, previous two weeks before that, did he even play? I can't remember. Was he ruled out those games? Is it about Jimmy Graham? Yeah. I mean. No, I think Jimmy Graham has been fine. I just know, like, there's been, like, a whole, like, uh, squeaky wheel on him. Like, Roger's like, I need to get him squeak, more He's involved. got a squeaky knee. He's got a squeaky elbow. He's no, got but, squeaky everything, Jimmy Graham. Rogers did talk about before the Philly game, he wanted to get Jimmy Graham more involved, and he wanted to get uh, Devontae Adams more involved in the offense. And uh, they, they definitely got involved. I don't yeah, know what nine, nine targets for Graham last week. Um, again, without Adams there, his target share probably goes up. It's not the greatest matchup in the world, but Titans trash this week, and everyone's going to pay up. And – in between Graham and the next guy I'm looking at, at 3,300, there's really nothing, nothing that sticks out. And the guy at 3,300 is Eifert, just because he's going against Arizona. <laughs> Playing the role of Will Disley, Tyler Eifert. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to do. There's no Disley this week. So, And by the way, for the record, I got off Disley, and I'm very mad at myself for doing that. For the most part, I got away from him because I had the money to do so. And Welp, uh, what are you going to do? I, did, I, I got Hawkinson and said, so it worked out fine for me. Oh, well, yeah. Well, good for you, Grant. I just want to rub <laughs> things in your face like Muhammad Sanu. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do here, uh, man, going as far as tight end. It's pretty meh. I'm not, I'm not enthused. Yeah, I get it. Like, it's not a pretty position. Uh, you mentioned Tyler Reifert, right? You know, the new thing is now we're plugging tight ends against the Cardinals uh, that we're going to talk about on Twitter all week long, uh, especially after what Disley did. But, uh, yeah, he's 4-5 or 4-6 Eifert on FanDuel, so he's just a really easy plug-and-play, it feels like, because the tight end position is ugly over there. Uh, one guy that you can play if you want to just play, like, the pricing game, um, Austin Hooper's the most expensive tight end on FanDuel at 6.7K, and uh, you can play uh, Austin Hooper at 4.5K over there on DraftKings, and that's a solid spot, I think. So, Dean, are you down to meet the Hoopers and play Austin Hooper this week? I want to hang with Mr. Hooper, if nothing else. Um that was a nice basketball reference, but like, well, well done. <laughs> the the All Star Family, man. <laughs> I was gonna do like a, the Hoopers got tickets, but I forgot that was the Andersons. The Andersons got tickets. <laughs> Anybody? Yeah, yeah, say, say, say that. Say that for a baseball pod or for Chase Anderson. <laughs> it's a basketball reference. <laughs> I know it is. I know. I remember the the commercial that played on NBA League Pass all the time. Guy was so angry. The Andersons got tickets. Um, yeah, he's yeah. That's a really good price on Hooper, and I hate that. It, like, I don't. It's not a chase. He's been great, and coming into the season, I was not. I mean, I was wrong on him. I did not think he would be the guy he's been so far. He's just been awesome. Uh, shopping around, by the way, I was kind of jumping at Yahoo as well. And Eifert for fifteen is not terribly, you know, whatever. That's not nearly as appealing to me. Hooper is just a uh, God. He's nineteen, which is pretty reasonable as well. I think on DK though, Grant. I think he's right. I think Hooper's probably the play. You get access to the highest total on the board you get the dome he's been you know great as far as a target perspective the price has not seemed to fully adjusted um yeah Mangone was I think Mangone's right Grant I think Hooper's like the best you know dollar for dollar play right now yeah you might be right <laughs> we're all we're both begrudgingly conceding that oh, it's 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 all the uh, it's all the supermarket sweep I've watched over the years helping me <laughs> shop between sites <laughs> 
next time you're in the supermarket and you hear that beep, Dean, Mango, that was your that was your cue, Mango. Oh yeah, Th- think about all the fun you can have on supermarket. See, <laughs> oh, I was also waiting, a, guys. Was, guys, we didn't mention any of this on the podcast. This was a different conversation, so none of you are getting any of this. <laughs> it's true, but I was Dean. I was waiting for you to do the beat, man. <laughs> we had a whole supermarket sweet conversation. <laughs> this is the things we talk about. It's not. We don't want to give all the good stuff away. We also, held that back. <laughs> also, when Grant cut us off, I was ready for him to say, "Guys, I forgot to record the podcast. We have to start <laughs> over." Chuckle. <laughs> well, we're gonna get cut off by somebody else, which happened on a previous podcast. So maybe it'll happen. Who knows? Hopefully, it doesn't happen tonight. Grant, what's left to be said here as far as our initial thoughts, as far as tight ends? It's just. You know, there's guys you can play that are fine. Andrews, he's good. He's pretty reasonable at 4-8. You know, uh, you know, again, kind of annoying. He doesn't play every single play, but he gets out there enough. He's cheap I mean, enough. he still has 32 targets on the year. Like, we have yeah. we have five guys on the slate with over 30 targets on the year, and they're the top five price guys, and they're the top plays at the end. Uh, yeah. How about Yahoo at $32, Mangone, for, uh, for Kelsey? Yeah, it's a hefty price tag, but uh, if I got the money to spend, I'm definitely going to consider it. Uh, Let me see if there's, like, some cheaper options because I don't know, man. Like, I'm kind of sick of paying for Travis Kelsey. Maybe it's recency bias, but Mahomes is really spreading the ball out a lot, and it's kind of been frustrating. And, like, if this dude's going to always be up and just throwing no-look passes for the fun of it. This is a perfect spot for Kelsey. No, it is. I know, it's envy. I'm probably – I'm going to pay for him, but – I'm trying to just see if there's like, I mean, like, like for instance, we have to play Jimmy Graham for 13 bucks. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Honestly, like, that's not a terrible play. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not. He's, um, he's like Mohamed Sanu, Dean, if you didn't know. Eifert's $15 on uh, Yahoo. They priced him over uh, Jimmy Graham there. So, but yeah, I mean, if, geez, I wish they didn't make Kelsey 32. I wish he was like 28, 27 back where he was, but I'll probably make it work and try and get up to uh, Kelsey because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great matchup. Ebron's 14. He didn't play a lot of snaps. I thought he would play more snaps last week with Hilton being out. No, nah, but you, you have to deal with O'Doyle rules and everything, and that's, yeah. that's, not, that's, not a, that's not a fun scenario to deal with. He, he got there on, like, the last play of the game, basically. He had, like, a 50-yard touchdown or something like that. Um, but, yeah, I, just, I, thought of, I, I thought Ebron was a good play last week because I, I expected him to get um, some extra run. And I think he had, like, 20 to 25 snaps, something like that. It wasn't a lot. Uh, anything else here, Grant, as far as uh, this thoughts, uh, as far as tight ends? Or shall we talk about maybe a game stack or two? We, maybe we can get to our nonsense. We got about 10 I'm minutes left. I'm just excited for your tweet. I'm not. I don't. I want to keep talking about this. Can we talk about Noah Fant and Jared Cook and, I don't know, CJ Uzuma? No. <laughs> Anybody but talking about? No. My favorite game stack is the Chargers game stack. Flacco's going to go off here, Dean. Uh, oh, but be no. on the lookout for Casey Hayward if he's in there. It changes things. Yeah. But that's, that's my game stack. I love Rivers. I like Flacco's price quite a bit. I love uh, – if Hayward's out, I love uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I love Sutton regardless. Keenan Allen's great. If Mike Williams plays, he's a fantastic play. Um, like, people aren't going to know what to do with running backs, and so you can stack, you can throw in them. Philip Lindsay's a great play. Melvin Gordon's a great play. I love that game stack. You got a game – can you see that one in raise there, Mango? I think Arizona Cincinnati is like the best one, but um, yeah, I, if I don't go that one, I'll probably, I really like the, um, I really like the uh, Houston and uh, Falcons game. I think that's one that I'm definitely going to be uh, looking at a ton. And I, I love the idea. Oh, pick the easy up. one, Trav. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think. Well, I think which one has the highest total? Okay, that one. 
Yeah, but so just so a contrarian build is playing Julio Jones. Okay, play Julio. This is the thing. Yeah, so, it's real contrarian. He's never high. Who, nobody's gonna. Who's who's this Julio Jones you speak of? I'm listening. Okay, so real quick, everyone's cutting me off. So let's just let me finish my <laughs> statement. So one of the guys on the sharp side, his name's Eric. He won like two hundred thousand dollars. He played. Oh. oh, the high total game, right? The Rams Bucks game. He played people in that game. Oh, you mean the one where Godwin was under one percent owned? Trip? Yes. Shut up. Of, uh. of course, it's under. But could Will Fuller be really low owned? Yeah, he'd yes. be really low owned. The contrarian play in that game is to play Sanu. Really, yeah. So play Sanu. Just play. So you <laughs> both you guys are on Team Sanu now. What happened? So Dean, you're f- over one on your Sanu calls. <laughs> guys, let me finish my statement on everything. My goodness, <laughs> you can find receivers that are low owned in that game. You can run it back with a Matt Ryan and Sean Watson. Like it's a contrarian build going DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, and a low owned receiver there. Like, it's perfectly fine. It's going to be a completely different route, and you'll be great. Like, it'll work Wait, out. Are you saying it's contrarian to play two Four? wide receivers in one lineup? People don't do that? I'm well, saying he said two three. quarterbacks also. I don't know how he's going to play two quarterbacks. That's contrarian for Guys, sure. Guys, you're not. is back. <laughs> Guys, I'm not saying you're playing two quarterbacks. You pick your quarterback. You pick two Houston receivers or two Falcon receivers. You run it back, and then you play a quarterback. It's very simple. It's that's very easy. That's not contrarian There's at nothing all. nothing contrarian though. about this, though. It's yeah, that's go- literally the main way people build stacks. It's going to two be Two wide contra- receivers and run it back with one. The Houston and Falcons will still be contrarian. You'll still be okay. You can find a way to make it contrarian. In Dean, no way are they going to be contrarian. Kiki Cutie? You can find a way to make it contrarian. Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills is the answer. <laughs> Dean, you're the one who should be on my side on this one. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm just having fun, man. I'm just, I'm just stirring the pots. Let's have fun and tell you about your tweet. Oh, boy. Well, it depends on who's having the fun, but go ahead. Fire away. All right. So is this it for analysis? We're on the nonsense. Yeah, we're on the nonsense. We're right. taking up enough time. <laughs> and you can win a shirt. Win a shirt. Stick around. We'll, we'll give you guys a topic in a second. But go ahead. What's yeah. what's my tweet? So your losing tweet is: I just had a snickerdoodle for the first time in ten ten years, and holy fudge! I didn't say fudge, but you can if you want. Um, Genie for 07 was right. Been through twelve of them today, and I give up my Pornhub premium before <laughs> I go another day without one. <laughs> <laughs> i love when i saw the tweet i said that's the one i was so excited well what's what, what are, do i have an alternative tweets you don't that, want to hear the alternatives they're much worse that's the nicer one that's this, the this, nicest one <laughs> what's the meanest one just for fun i'm curious what the meanest one was i had trouble getting it up for myself today just really wasn't into it it was like a taffy pull on a hot summer's day <laughs> What if I wanted that one? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to Tuesday. <laughs> I'm oh. looking forward to Tuesday. I will be bothering you if I don't see it tweeted by about noon or one. I'll be I'll be asking. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. All right. I may have made myself cry a little bit just reading the tweet. I'm not enjoying I'm, I'm not. This is not fun. I'm not. In, I, who signed up for this? Uh, just as I've been fairly nice just, to you over the last year and a half. This uh, yeah. one isn't even that mean. You ramped it up a little bit. but that, Are you more I mean. angry about the Pornhub Premium or the Snickerdoodle thing? <laughs> well, they're both tilting. <laughs> First, who? what sucker gets premium? Like, that's insulting. <laughs> this, this isn't grotesque enough. I, I, need, I need premium. <laughs> <laughs> I need something a little bit more vile. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess, uh, I guess uh, yeah, begrudgingly. 
I get, okay, well, what's left to say? I'm not happy. But uh, these, we, in life, we make choices, and there, there are consequences with choices. And my choice was Adam Humphreys, and these are my consequences. So, uh, all right, here we are. Yeah, what are, we, what are we doing this week? What position are we going with? Oh, um, I mean, you don't want Mohamed Sanu? You're not just just flat out claim Mohamed Sanu's your guy? I don't think so. I could go with Adam Humphreys. Oh, boy. oh he's not on the main slate. Shoot. Oh, he is. Oh, he is he's on the main slate. Yeah. I'll still give you Adam Humphreys. He's not on the main slate. You can take him. You can take him every week. Well, I mean, yeah, he can take wherever he wants. He doesn't, you don't have to give him permission, but yeah. Um, <laughs> we can go mid-price wide receivers. Mid-price wide receivers? Mid. Okay. Yeah. What do you have in mind? Um, I'll go Sutton. Sorry, said I like that stack. Um, I mean, I want to go with Mike Williams, but I'm not sure if he's going to play. You could say Mike Williams if you want to lock him in, and then, well, you can, I mean, I, I like Fuller at 4 5, but that seems like a scary proposition for like a three man contest. Yeah, I, mean, I like, I mean, I did Fuller. Yeah, I did Fuller last week. I'm, I'm kind of considering going back to the well. You know, I don't mind in that area as like a safe three man play. Uh, not Humphreys, but the other side, Beasley. I think Beasley could be all, could be all right. Oh, it says the guy that was insulting Beasley to me all year long. <laughs> this is a different game strategy. <laughs> uh, Calvin Ridley's not bad too. I, I mean, I'm gonna be oh, really, really at four nines. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's I'm, I'm taking Ridley. I think that that's mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going with Sutton. How much is Sutton? Uh, four nine also. Oh, I like that too. Unbelievable. You can go with four nine with Philip Dorsett. We can. We can get rid of the math portion of it with point per dollar. Uh, you know, he had the most air guards in that team last week. I think he had like 100 or so for the Patriots for what it's worth. But Yeah, uh, when he gets a matchup versus Washington, honestly, it wouldn't be a bad play. Dean, you can also take not. Geronimo! We just, we just said no bullying, and Grant's trying to bully me. <laughs> that wasn't bullying. I said you could. It was suggestive. Then, yes, it's suggesting things bullying. Well, I mean, I can read, too. <laughs> I see that Dorsett's name. Okay, um, me saying you can't read would be bullying. <laughs> um, Dean, you, you ignored my really bad joke there. I don't know if you caught I, it. I, I heard it. <laughs> oh, I, I knew you ignored me. <laughs> Just sort of like, it definitely happened. I mean, you want Golden Tate? There you go. I mean, Golden Tate. Golden Tate's not a bad play. I, that's too much of a wild card for me. Um, oh, man. And Adam see? Humphreys wasn't? Well, I was just kind of screwing around. I was getting cocky. Um, <laughs> he I mean, Christian, for Christian Kirk, maybe. I mean, uh, maybe Sanders at five one is okay. I don't like any of. I this. mean, it, it could give the viewers reason to watch Dem- the Denver game. You know, you yeah. just said Fuller. Go with Fuller. <laughs> MVS can be all right, especially if uh, what's his name sits a uh, Ross. But like you said, he was hurt, or somebody say he was hurt. Brown, I don't mind, but he's kind of boom busty. Well, not necessarily. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I wish he had Allen. Obviously, he'd probably be more expensive. I feel like I'm burning time here. I you could take number one receiver, Tyrell the Gazelle Williams. I mean, I guess I could. I'm just trying uh, to give you a bad play, you know. <laughs> I could take a lot of guys. I could take anybody in theory. Um, I might take Fuller just because. But he's, like, not done anything. Like, but he's, like, if he's he's got to be. Dude, in the we don't care now. about the past. This is daily fantasy sports. All we care about is this week. Oh, so is this week, is he going to do something or what? Yeah, I love him this week. Why did you take him? Because I love Sutton more, and I was trying to stick with my game stack stuff. Oh, well, <laughs> there's no game stacks in this game. <laughs> in, in Denver? Well, in our little, our three-man. 
Oh, I already said that I love Sutton. Um, like Mangone's game stack, and he's playing two quarterbacks in some lineup. I'm not sure. Hey, where he's guys, playing that. I this is not what I said. Dean, just hurry up and pick. We've been doing this for like 12 minutes now. Oh, I know, but I'm not prepared for this. I didn't realize this was going to happen in this podcast this week. Um, Dean, it literally happens every week. You think None Robbie Robbie Anderson against the Eagles defense? Yeah, the secondary is awful. John Ross really? versus Arizona. Well, we don't know if he's healthy. Oh, can I pick Ross? And then if he's not playing, I can pick somebody else? Yeah, I don't trust you. You're a cheater. What do you mean you don't trust me? You have to have your backup right now in case Ross doesn't play. Why do you guys think John Ross is – I'm not the look. Like, he, got, he left the game with an injury. I don't oh, think he did. I don't, why would Grant say that? He wouldn't just make it up. I mean, I mean Tyler Boyd – are you sure you didn't see Tyler Boyd? Because I saw Tyler Boyd get hurt, but then he came back in. I mean, I'm going to take uh, – That could be true. Uh, all right, let, let's Any take injury it. update on John Ross? Yes, he got injured. John Ross headed to the locker room. Okay. Um, you know what? Let, just because it's Grant's boy, I'm going with Cole Beasley. That a kid. That, that, that didn't go well last time, so, uh, yeah, it probably won't go well again. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Except for I've won with Beasley on these before, I think. Well, I'm talking about how Dean last week went with Grant's boy, Adam Humphreys, and he's hasn't learned his recency, lesson. Recency bias. Recency bias. Dude, there's a difference. Much. I actually agree with him here. <laughs> Beasley actually isn't a bad play. It's, it's better than the Adam Humphreys one. The Adam Humphreys one, I will not back. <laughs> when was the When was the last time Beasley didn't make value this year? Well, value is uh, a listen, relative I, I, I'm not. I'm not hating on Cole Beasley this season. I think he's been solid, but I'm just saying, you know, uh, I think there's better options. That's all. When was the last time Beasley had under 10 points? Probably this year. I don't think so. Uh, week one versus the Jets. Yeah, he had nine. Did he? Yeah. Man. So three straight weeks with over 10 points. There you go. Lock him in. He's going to catch all, you know, all those PPR, uh, like five yard, he, you know, the A dots. He lives at A dot life there. I mean, like, you know, the quarterback might not be Josh Allen. Oh, well, it doesn't um, matter. He's still got a ton of targets. That might be a good thing. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Josh <laughs> Allen's been Honestly, like, like for Beasley's target share, it could be a good thing because yeah. Allen loves to throw the ball deep. So having Beasley as a safety net for what's his name. Um, it's going to be great. I don't even know who what's-his-name is. Barkley? Oh, Matt Barkley. Ooh. It was Barkley. Remember when he was supposed to be the number one guy? <laughs> out of USC, yeah. Um, hey, we have one more thing to do, right? we got to knock out our uh, question of the week for people to answer in the chat. Why do I keep saying in the chat? In the comments section on rotorunners.com when you click on the Absolutely Epic podcast. Grant, what is the question this week? So the question is, worst roommate story? Um, and I have quite a few. And a real weird roommate my freshman year in college. Um, which one do I go with, Dean? Lead with your strongest one. What do you have? Um, well, he may have told on – allegedly he told some, on some people for drinking. And allegedly they came in at 3 o'clock in the morning, tried to shave his eyebrow, <laughs> and flowered him, and then poured a gallon of water on him. And I pretended to sleep through the entire thing while I was allegedly. laughing. Allegedly. Allegedly. The uh, the stats limitations are up though. You probably don't have to keep saying allegedly. Uh, is this I like mean, a, is it a Gomer Pyle situation? Is that what's like the, the soap like beating him like three o'clock in the morning? Or I something mean, like I that? had nothing to do with it. Okay, but you sat there allegedly. But <laughs> was he an RA? Is that why no? He, he wasn't he an RA. Oh, okay. RA yeah, thought but, was funny. <laughs> I mean, again, <laughs> well, you but, know what? The theme of this pod has been bullying, Grant. I think that's bullying now. Yeah, 
Yeah, it might be. Well, <clears throat> what about when I put tape down the middle of the room because he refused to share? <laughs> like share what? Like the TV or what? No, I had the TV. He had an Xbox and he locked <gasps> up his Xbox and wouldn't let me use it unless he was in the room because he thought I was going to steal it. But I was going to steal it as someone <laughs> who lives in the same room as him. Well, where would you put it if you stole it? <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what was going through his head. <laughs> and then he was having special time on the top bunk at one time while I was asleep on the bottom bunk. He was not a good roommate. <laughs> uh, Mango, did you have bunk beds? Or did you, were you away for college? Yeah, I, I went away for a semester. Uh, you know, did, did not like where I was at. But uh, yeah, one time I actually took, I took, people were using my, uh, they're using my Xbox to watch a movie. Oh. And they were you just kind of, yeah, I was letting him use it. And they were kind of being annoying. And I was just like, all right, well, I'm taking the Xbox because you guys are pissing me off. And uh, yeah, took it in there and got really pissed off. About it. I was like, well, then don't, don't be annoying and make fun of me about some But BS. wait a second, were you Grant's roommate? No, no, I was not Grant's roommate. <laughs> Did they put tape down the middle of your room? <laughs> no, were you having fun time in the top bunk? <laughs> no, that was not me. <laughs> one thing, one thing Do like, you have a premium account on uh, certain websites? No, I know you do, and you like figured it'll cook yourself, but... Oh, gosh, I'm so excited for tomorrow. I'm so nuts. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm sorry, Mango, that I cut off your story. No, no. One, one other thing my, my one roommate used to do, uh, we had a roommate that slept all day Saturday, so and he would never wake up, right? Like, he would wake up, and he'd, like we'd have to wake him at 8 p.m. That's when we would wake him up. And he'd be like, just, he'd be like, guys, like, I'm going to sleep all day. Just wake me up or whatever. So my friend would look for creative ways to wake him up every Saturday. So one of the ways to get him out of bed was he went to the freezer and just took all of the meat and just, or the, the freezer and just threw it in his bed. So it was like, imagine just laying in bed with just a ton of meat that's freezing cold all over your body. It's just terrible. Did you eat the meat afterwards? <laughs> I never ate the meat, dude. I never ate it. I was not a part of that. Uh, I was. I had a meal plan at the uh, school, so I didn't, I didn't <laughs> have to touch that. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't have to play any part in that. Oh boy, that sounds like good times. My uh, my, my freshman year, uh, I just you know I, I didn't adjust very well to college. My freshman year, I partied a lot with my roommates. Uh, Thomas Everett Scott, uh, Mar Paul Gonzier, of course, you know, from Save by the Bell. I'm like, we had a great time. We had an extra room. We had, it was like the, just the three of us. We happened to have an extra room uh, as it was going on. And, you know, one week turned into two weeks, turned into three weeks, turned into four weeks as far as partying. And I was kind of neglecting my schoolwork. And, you know, I realized at one point it kind of hit me and they were closing in the, and then the semester. And I was like, you know, if I flunk out or if I get less than a B average, I lose my scholarship. And I thought that was the end of me. I was going to get kicked out of college. I had the money to afford it. And then one day at an old, uh, random, like Wednesday night, uh, an old, uh, just an old dude at a kind of this like rundown bar told me this old uh, adage at this, at this college I was at. He was telling me like, look, here's the deal. If by chance your roommate happens to like kill themselves, then, you know, you get straight AIDS. This is getting so, dark. Yeah, this yes. is amazing. This is wild. Uh, so he told me, he's like, look, uh, you know, if you happen, if you're right, I mean, I'm not encouraging it, but, we, but what we did is we said, listen, this is what we got to do. We got to get, you know, we have an empty room. Let's find a fourth person that might be on the edge, you know what I mean? And then we all get straight A's. This sounds super dark. Yeah, this, is, this, is, this has gotten way too extreme. 
This actually sounds like Dead Man on Campus, a movie you guys have not seen. <laughs> I, I did not live with Mark Paul Gazier from Saved by the Bell and Thomas Everett Scott. I thought you were just making some random like analogy to your situation. Dean, when you mentioned those names, I thought you were shouting out your old roommates. Like you were listening to the pod. Yo, Mark Paul, I know you're out there doing your accounting work, but uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. And that just shows how much I don't understand references of actors and stuff. <laughs> That's what's so amazing about it. I, I knew there was no chance, Van Gogh, and the other Dead Man on Campus reference. I thought for sure that Grant maybe has seen it or is aware I of mean, the concept. I mean, I didn't. I think I have seen. It. I've heard that actually being the case, and they reference it in a whole bunch of movies. Yeah, yeah, but so that didn't. Ha- that wasn't me. That didn't really happen. That was just a movie. And uh, yeah, there you go. I, thought, that- I, I was really hoping that you were going to go with like, <laughs> we have a fourth room. Let's just put crime scene tape in. Like, tell this faculty, he died. Just look in the obituaries. Oh, this guy. All right. That's where I thought you were going with it. Yeah, it got really dark really quickly. And I was like, well, now I'm starting to feel bad. And I shouldn't have mentioned this. But I thought somebody would get the reference. But uh, I don't know. One, one listener out there was like, well, wait a second. Uh, yeah. All right. So one more time, Grant, tell the people what to do to get themselves a T-shirt. Uh, in the comment section on the RG page that has a podcast, leave a comment with your best roommate story or worst roommate story. Yeah. And if it's your parents, I don't think it counts. Um, well, yeah, probably not. Or just make one up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's clever enough, we might, we might give it to you. Sure, why not? I mean, the guy last week said he was cousins with a, you know, Foster. Who, for all we know, maybe, maybe he is. I don't know. Congratulations to him. Uh, Mangum, get, finish something strong. Let's get, let's get something good before you step aside and get out of here. Um, something strong. I, I will only be playing one quarterback in my lineups this week. There you go. I won't be playing two. Um, just want to make sure I'm giving full transparency to the people. Grant, can you top that? Joe Flacco outscores Deshaun Watson. That's, that's strong. It's probably incorrect, but it is I mean, it's, it's been correct 100% of the last one week. Well, there you go. If, the, if, you're, if you're opening a sports book, Grant, I won in on that bet. <laughs> Actually, it has been right two weeks in a row. I don't know. I, I've not looked at the numbers, to be perfectly honest. But uh, I guess no, but maybe. I'm not really sure. That's it. We ran long enough. Thanks for sticking around. If you guys listened to the entire thing, we appreciate it. Uh, again, this should not be the last podcast you listen to. More and more information coming out throughout the week. There's plenty of pods here on the RG Network. And, of course, we go all the way up to Sunday. Sunday, we do our live shows Sunday morning. I'm sure you guys are aware of that as well. He's Van Gogh. He's Grant. I'm Dean. Thanks for listening to the Absolutely Epic Early Week Podcast. Week 5. We're out of here. Follow. He